welcome back, welcome back. This is another episode, latest episode of Grown Faith Podcast. How's it going out there? I'm your host, Leo with an I. I am glad to be back. I am happy to be back. I am excited to be back. Um, it's been a while since I've uploaded a, a podcast out there, but I've been on the um, I've been on the go for the past uh, what, four months. I've been in Nashville, uh, Tennessee for the last three months, uh, but I want to thank all the continued listeners, the new listeners out there. Um, we actually broke a hundred listeners on one of our our uh, episodes. So you know, high five to that. You know, clap around the world for that. I'm really excited about that. Um, but uh, as my wife had told me, um, you know, it kind of shows where people are interested in it. And the number one podcast that we had was actually about ayahuasca, and it's been a topic in our household between me and my wife actually. For a while and i think that if it's been a topic in my household chances are it's been a topic in many households and um i wonder how many people feel that they would like to do that with their spouse or if you're not married or you're um by yourself would you want to do it by yourself um so i just want to thank you again once again from the bottom of my heart i really appreciate it um and like i said i'm out here in nashville i've been working out here for the past three months uh, my wife has been holding it down back home with the three kids uh, much salute to her, props to her, everything to her. Um, she's holding it down, doing a good job. And to all the fathers and mothers out there that have to take uh, a lot of time away from their house to try and provide a better life to their kids, um, you know, much salute to them. It's not an easy job to be away from the family, your loved ones. And it's something that I'm learning right now, um, uh, especially on my return to Nashville. It's something that uh, I don't like anymore um i used to uh, when i was younger and by myself i loved going away um i've been to minneapolis i've been to long island i've been to LaGuardia, baltimore um i've lived in columbus chicago where i'm from to los angeles and now in dallas i i do have this uh, uh military brat i guess uh uh, heart or soul where I love to travel I love to find the next place and I tell people I have no loyalty to no location because it's just a place and it's pretty much who you're surrounded by that'll make a house a home and we made Dallas a home Nashville's nice not quite it um, but it's cool you know I really love going to different locations I love going to you know especially here it's been good people have been welcoming um, I love going to different locations to get their perspective, to talk to them, which not a lot of people do nowadays because they're stuck on their phone. But I love conversating and, and starting conversations with random uh, new people who work at my job and just to seeing what they've been through. You know, um, one of the, the craziest stories that I'll share with you guys is that when I was working in LaGuardia, you know, I, I wanted to know what, what, what they experienced. Um, this is I worked there about maybe nine years ago. Um, and I asked the guy, like, hey, so how was your experience? Uh, what happened? Like, how was it in 9-11? Because I work for the airlines. Uh, many of you, this is, you know, um, this is I do this from out of a passion. But uh, I've been working for the airlines for almost 20 years now. Um, sorry. <clears throat> and I asked this young guy, like, hey, so what was it like? And he had explained to me that um, in Queens to Manhattan, although it's... Um, only a mile or two miles. I forgot what the distance is. It takes a while to get there on L or cab or what have you. And he explained to me what he had saw from his high school, which had like a 
real clear view of what was going on and it was something that I walked away from and I'll never forget and this is almost a decade now that I was like wow you know I could remember the detail that he that he explained it and how he was in high school and he was seeing something so dramatic um clear as day and something that he'll never forget and him sharing that to me um something that I'll never forget and um it, it was it was a, it was a touching conversation it was it was a crazy conversation that I'll never forget. And uh, for other conversations that I or ever or any other um, interaction that I've had with people that I just don't know, um, I really appreciate that time and being out here um, in Nashville. Um, it's a great state. Uh, it seems to be a great state or at least a great city. I'm in. Uh, uh, I love it out here. It's pretty cool. But I I do can't wait. To, I can't wait to get home. And for those that work on the road, I think you know where I'm coming from. If you have a family and you're away from them, I think you know where I'm coming from. Or if you have a close friend or whatever, brother, sister, girlfriend, boyfriend, you know where I'm coming from. Um, it's not easy to be away for a long period of time. And um, like I said, I just want to thank uh, for the, uh, my wife for holding it down. I really appreciate this. But um, let's get on to the news topic. Um, I had posted a while ago that I wanted to get on this whole um this uh now that it's been some time it's been what maybe two months since nipsey hustle has been murdered uh for some reason that 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 affected me i have no idea uh i've never met the person i've never been um affected by some just random uh murder but i you know i was a fan of his music and you know i felt like um one of my biggest remorse uh, uh, from that situation, one of my, you know, I didn't even lose my life or anything that crazy, but um, you know that I like. How how can I say is like how come we don't appreciate um, the great ones, the the people that need to be recognized, the the movers, the people that you know that can make a huge difference in this life. What happens? What prevents us from? from recognizing them that's what the, one of the questions and the second question that i asked, actually asked somebody was do we even have a chance on this earth you know coming from like um i don't know if you guys have have, have listened to the previous podcast but my personal um background is christianity growing up in the church uh one of the aunts and one of my aunts and my uncles is a pastor um my grandma was in the church uh, my grandpa not so much you know uh, but I remember going to church for hours on Sunday for like four, five, six hours. Uh, Wednesday, going for three hours, and that was a break. And still having those same people come over to the house, and that—that's my background, you know. And what I was, and as growing up, as you start to look into your, you know, why am I a Christian? And go, I went to Bible college. And it did say, from what I remember, and unless I'm wrong, I hope you guys can correct me if I am. Um, but it says that, you know, the enemy was cast down and he is the ruler of this. So what I felt was like, how, how, how do we have a chance, me, myself, or you, whoever's listening, to be so good, to be so great, to try to do something so positive, but it seems like those people who are trying to change this earth into a better direction or in just being better they get taken out from artists to activists they get taken out and which was scary to me i was like well wait a minute if this is 
the way this is what the Bible at least says that the enemy was cast down. He roams over the earth. You know, the whole story of Job found the guy. Hey, I got this guy that'll curse you out. You know, take took everything from him, never cursed out God, was given everything back like two or three times, whatever times fold. Um But I'm wondering now in a day where people are not looking to Job for inspiration or probably even know who Job is or call him Job, you know, um how do we how do we sustain that that motivation to do well when people don't wanna see you do well, you know, at the same time or care that you do well or care to help in your endeavors or just care at all like you know it was scary i was like it's something that affected me like here i saw this guy that from what i read that he actually created up to 210 million dollars in in his community and giving back and providing jobs or whatever have me whatever have you and and i'm not saying that the guy was probably uh nipsey hustle was probably innocent from all crime or all wrongdoings but I, I do believe that if you do recognize certain situations, you ask for forgiveness or, you know, you choose deeply in your heart to change your heart. And you know what? I'm going to change myself. Um, I do believe there's some, there's a place in you afterwards. I don't know what that place is. I'm still trying to get a grasp on that. I don't even want to call it heaven anymore or or hell anymore. But there, I believe there's a continuance for your soul. If you choose to say, hey, you know what, I'm, I'm going to make a difference and I'm going to be positive and I'm going to make a change. I believe your soul continues on. You know, I one of the beliefs I'm really starting to think of is if, if you are a negative, if you are a a just a Hitler, a <laughs> just someone that's not doing good. I don't agree with the the theory that you can just say forgiveness i need forgiveness right before you die boom after you kill the millions of people and boom you're granted salvation and now you're in heaven and i'm standing next to you like what is this guy doing next to me why is he still standing so close to me like like i'm on the subway you know like mm, unless there's just total no no recollection no memory of who that person was but i just don't agree with that it's not something that sits in me you know and one of the things that I feel like is the greatest uh, uh, what is it, consequence of all is to cease to exist. One of the things that I strive for is that the theory of heaven, the theory of being with your loved ones. I want to become a better person. I want to do better. So the, so the possibility, even if it's 1% that I have the chance to see my kids, to see my wife... To see my mom, um, you can leave some people out, <laughs> you know, I'm joking, but, you know, to see the ones that I really, really, truly love, again, is the greatest gift that I can be given. And if it is only a 1% chance of me spending time with my favorite dog, my wife, or my kids, or my 1% that I get to spend time with someone that I love then I'll take that one chance and I'll try to become a better person. You know, but where 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 is the consequence? Where is where you can just be an evil person? And and when I get back to the whole Nipsey thing, like there's a video of this dude picking up somebody or giving that guy a job actually. And then he drives by and picks him up, takes him to get a free haircut, you know, keeps gives him work. 
You know, not not necessarily just giving them money because obviously I've seen things where like we just give money, they just blow it because there is no no work for it. But they, he gave them a job, he gave them a haircut, made them feel good for the day, made gave them a job, made them give them gave them purpose. So maybe he might have done some evil things, but you know that soul in the end was a positive soul. And I was like, man, why is this striking me so much for the soul? Where you know, my wife was like, man, I've heard about this guy enough, you know, but. Do we hear about those people enough? Do we hear about those people? Like when you turn on the news, you know, look at HLN, look at um, CNN. They they focus on 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 death, on despair. They focus on anger, on fear. They focus on disappearance. They zero, and and that has nothing to do with just them, but just multiple new out, news outlets out there just focus on the negative. You know, and because there's so much of it. But how come we are not recognizing those who actually give back, who choose to change, who choose to to help, you know? And, and that's why I was like, man, this really sucks. Like how we let a good soul go. It's such I'm, I'm 37. I think he was 33, 34. That's too young. You know, and I think as I get older and I and I have kids and, you know, I've seen uh, other people go. I'm like, damn, that's just too young. Your 30s is too young. Pac 25, too young. You know, it, it, it's just it, it's too young. And, and it's just people taking people's lives or the enemy, whatever you want to give an excuse for it for. But good lives are taken young. You know, and and it, that's I guess that's something that I took away from it, and um, I just don't, you know, I'm trying to, you know, how do how do I work through this? And I just don't get it. And the only thing I can say is those that are too good, too good for this planet, are taken. You know, because there has to be maybe a, maybe another place of good souls and, and and good thinkers or motivators. You know, I hope I hope to make it there. You know, because that's the only thing I can give. As far as an explanation, as far as why are these young uh, people taken so, so young, you know, and, and it gets me on to the, the next thing that I, and as, as I was going through YouTube and I found out, uh, Joyner Lucas, um, you know, you know, I love hip hop music and he has a song called Devil's Work, you know, and at the, he, he goes in the beginning, if you haven't heard this song, oh my God, how many of you wanted to go into a church and, and, and cuss out some words and say, why did you take that person from me? Why? Well, you know, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm so sorry. This is a different kind of podcast, but what the fuck? You know, you know, why did you take that? Per- and, and I've never lost anybody. Personally speaking, I've never lost anybody, but... I, I see it from other people or, you know, um, why did you do this? What happened? What is wrong? And give me that person back. But in the end of, uh, end of the music, what he says, I can't, you know, pretty much blame you. It's the devil's work. Well, if you, if in, you know, and I'm speaking from my personal upbringing, like if you created that evil, you know, then it's still your work. No matter what, it, 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 you know, from from as, as long as I've been working at my job, a manager gets this person, this person gets this person. So that person is responsible for that person. Or if you want to go Donnie Brasco, that person vouched for that person. So in essence, God is responsible for that. 
that's the way I'm taking it. You know, so how many, t- you know, I, I just don't understand um, how you can just be like, oh, it's the devil's work. No, 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 no. I don't agree with that no more. You know, this is the workings of whatever it is, but I do believe that the young ones go early, and I hope somehow, some way, uh, with an energy shift, that maybe we keep those good ones with us. Those ones that are the needle movers, those ones that are going to shake up this twisted uh, earth that we have here. Um, I hope that we able, we are able, those who are listening, I believe it's a small group now. And it's not even a small group, just on sheer population. But I think there's millions actually and millions of how many people on this earth actually feel like there's a energy shift that is taking place. And you are a part of this energy uh, as small as we are right here, as far as as small as the grown faith listener uh, uh, people are. Um, I believe we are a part of a bigger, bigger uh, energy shift that is happening and I am a proud. I am proud to be of it, and I speak on it with people, random people. Like here I am in Nashville. I'll speak to somebody and be like, "Oh, this is how I feel," you know, wherever I go, you know. So you have the opportunity to be a man, a Nipsey, you know, I um someone that's gonna shake up the area around yourself that doesn't believe that you know I'm gonna move out of my area and and then I'll get back when I when I get on my feet. No 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 make the make that change make that choice make that difference now and I believe all of us all of us are capable of doing that. Um one of the podcasts we I try to do but the audio was off um there was a person I don't know if you guys got to hear it but she's making a shift out there in, in our Los Angeles get row. My wife put me on to her huge shift giving back uh to the to the homeless but not giving back crumbs you know i'm giving back nutrition you know maybe something like that will spur uh, uh that person to change his life and be like you know i'm done living this way and and you find your people out there that are they're actually gifted i mean i just saw a video of a young kid in peru that was studying on the streets because he had no lights in his home and then i guess some sheik or some Somebody flew over there and opened up a school because of that kid. And that kid, you know, he may never become the next Ford. He may never become the next, uh, um, you know, great mind. But because of his dedication and what he showed on his young man, he ended up inspiring someone who had. And he went out there and opened up a school for kids, you know. And and, and that's what I, I, I really, I, I do feel that, you know, um, be that now. You know, hashtag be that now be what you want to be, what you aspire to be, what you um, admire, you know, to be one. Another story that, that really struck me that I, I just spoke to my wife about was was Jaden Smith. I think the kid is different. You know what I mean? I'm from a different I'm from a, I'm, a, I'm from a different era. You know, I'm not putting grills in my mouth. I'm not coloring my head blonde, but the heart is pure. You know, so much so that he actually returned back to Flint, Michigan and started uh, making um, water filtration systems be for for the people, you know. And th- that's something that we're in America, man. How, how do we not have clean water? It doesn't make any sense that we're able to spend billions and billions and billions of dollars on wars, but you can't give clean water to your communities. It's crazy to me. And here you got this young guy. It's, it's, it, I, I'm 
I'm in shock of it. I admire it that he's out there giving um, free water to people who are drinking lead, you know, showering in it. You know, it, it's disgusting. But here's this young man who took it upon himself to 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 be that to to be a help to be a resource to people who have limited resources and when i look back at it i was like that has to be the upbringing you know and maybe we don't have the upbringing and there was a there was a generation in my culture um that just you know did not care as much but that's something that i think that this new generation whether if you're a millennial or what i don't know what the next one is i do believe you guys are more of a a a working force if you choose to put your mind to it, you have more more resources at your hand to make a difference. You know, um, if you're if you're old, if you're older, I'm 37. I, I guess I'm creeping into my older age. Um, could learn from it. Step up our uh, our game and and technology. How do we give back? What can we do? You know, I, I do believe there's a shift in energy, and I do believe that this younger generation is man is, is going to kick ass. You know, it's going to be something, it's going to be something special, you know, and um, like that kid that's studying. I mean, if you guys have a chance to look at this, it, it, it was just unbelievable. I just caught it on Twitter. He's literally laying down in the street uh, under this yellow light so he can study. There's geniuses out there. Your kids are geniuses. Your nephews are geniuses. Your cousins, you know, young, whatever you yourself um, are a genius in in the making that are you know whether you're 40 50 years old i've always felt that my personal path 50 60 years old is going to be my own personal path and i'm going to be continual uh, continually be molded as i go along um i'm I'm not close to being what i want to be um nowhere near you know and there and there's certain times that 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 make me question my faith and on to the next subject, um, I just picked up a book by Yuval Noah Harari. It's called Sapiens, A Brief History of Humankind. And it's, it, it's a book that's having me question my belief and my, um, my upbringing, the, the seven-day theory, the everything. And, it, and it's a question, should I stop reading this book? There's been times back in the day when I was younger, if something didn't um, align with my belief system and my upbringing, I just put that book away. Wouldn't read it. No, 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 not going to read it. Not diving into this. You guys are wrong. This is this. It's the way it is. And this. But as I've gotten older, I have become more patient. Uh, I think even, I'm already a patient person, but I become more patient. Um, and I got to give it a chance. And it is opening my eyes to like, oh, man, I, I want to put this book down, you know, because it's making me question my belief as far as the whole Adam and Eve thing, as 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 dumb as it might sound to you. Oh, you guys, you still believe in Adam and Eve? Yeah, yeah, I do believe. I believe in what I believe in. You believe in what you believe in. And I won't knock you. Don't knock me. But I believe, I really believe that, like, Adam and Eve, first person, first, first uh, male, first female. But then as I'm reading this, it's actually showing that about 2.5 million years ago that there was actually different forms of humans. The hum- the, the Homo sapien, the, the Neanderthal, um, the other one was another form that he believes that were um, walking around at the same time. 
and and it, I'm like, wait a minute, wait, okay, okay, this this, this is not this this is not aligning with Adam and Eve. Adam when Adam was this white guy, you know, nice hair, you know, Eve was this white girl. You know, this, these are the images that were given me. Oh, no, 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 no. This isn't this isn't a, uh, aligning with me, you know. So I'm like, do I put this book down, you know? But I can't. You know, uh, what what the way that this guy explains is, is that there's different cats. Um, the cat now to the lion, it's a different part of a category of the same family, uh, a feline. And he was saying the same thing as far as humans. You know, um, humans are different. There was different people, uh, just different humans living at the same time and, and it, oh my god it, it's really getting me man from let's see here was there was homo brudolfinesis there was homo erectus homo neanderthalensis and now you know the the homo sapiens you know and just different people uh homo sapiens just for you guys who don't know is is the uh the thinking man homo re homo erectus the upright man you know and what is it called the homo neanderthalensis man from the neander valley it, it it's just shocking I'm like wait a minute did he create who who did he create because the 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 visuals if you guys want to see it I, i'll post a picture uh, hit us up at grownfadepodcast at gmail.com and I would love to post some of uh, this. Well, who did he create, man? Because this is uh, this is really shocking to me, you know, and I'm like, what do I do with this? How do, how do, how do I digest this and say, wait a minute, this doesn't fit with my faith. How does my faith grow from this? How do I help people grow in their faith? I really, maybe the next podcast, I'll, I'll come back with you after I finish this book and be like, whoa, I have a theory. You know, or my understanding is this. I, I couldn't tell you um, as far as right now, but it, it, it's just uh, it's something that's shocking. Um, one of the things he says is that as far as like um, the the human urge to to gorge on foods, you know, and he explains a woman back, you know, 50, 70,000 years ago that we we were at the bottom of the food chain next to hyenas, lions that when they had when humans had the opportunity to gorge on food to get something of sustenance of food nutrition they would just gorge on it eat it eat it eat it because they didn't know where the next meal would come from and he breaks down that that's where our desire to to eat on some chips or some some uh, um, ice cream or whatever that's where that comes from you know uh another thing that it, that they showed is like the the, that he's telling us in here is the the connection that we have with our dogs you know and i just got a sheep a doodle uh his name is bradley um after bradley cooper big fan you can laugh at it whatever no, it's okay it's my dog you know and we named him that and why do i love dogs uh i couldn't tell you uh i've always had a dog as a kid um, for as long as I can remember, from Sparky to Daisy to Brownie to Shelly, uh, Sheba, I've always had this connection with dogs. And it was really cool to, to as I'm flipping through these pages, I'm trying to find it. Uh, let's see here. It's really cool to to get an understanding of, wait, 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 why do humans have a, a, uh, a connection with dogs? 
And come to find out, there was actually graves uh, excavated with humans with their dogs. And the oldest grave uh, that was found with a human with her dog, uh, they do believe it's a woman, uh, is 12,000 years old. Uh, let me just read a passage from it. Like I said, it is from Sapiens, A Brief History of Humankind by Yuval Noah Harari. Uh, it says the first pet, a 12,000-year-old tomb found in northern Israel. It contains a skeleton of a 50-year-old woman next to that of a puppy. The puppy was buried close to the woman's head. Her left hand is resting on the dog in a way that might indicate an emotional connection. There are, of course, other possible explanations. Perhaps, for example, the puppy was a gift to the gatekeeper of the next world. I mean, it, it explains that that these like dogs, uh, what does it say, learn to manipulate people for their own needs about 15,000 years ago. So if you love dogs, uh, the amount that I love dogs, it's not your fault. This is just something that over 15,000 years ago has been passed down. Um, dogs needing man, man needing dogs, however it is. But there is definitely a connection. There is a reason why we gorge. There's a reason why we love dogs. Um, and this gets away from faith. Uh, maybe this has nothing to do with faith. but Or maybe this has the... the um, my need to still believe in a rescuer in a in salvation um this is my personal path i i'm still fighting with it like you know um do i not make it to heaven if i don't believe in what what people were what people told me you know um i want to make it there like i said this if there's only a one percent chance how do i fight for that I'm, I'm really trying to fight for that um for that next opportunity to to be more to be with my wife um, who I love so much and to be with my kids who I love so much if it's a 1% chance that I have to fight for that um, I'm going to fight for it and I don't know you know this makes me question so much and th do these questions do, does this um, does this keep me from out you know from from being with them I don't know it, it's something that, that um, strikes me as like I hope not uh, it's hard for me to to articulate how I feel about that, you know, by me saying, oh, wait a minute, was there a Jesus or, hey, was there a uh, was there salvation? Um, I don't know. It's something that I'm just still bothered by. And maybe in the next 40 years, I'm hoping if I live that long, uh, hopefully um, I'm able to come to a good conclusion on that or everything that I've learned. Um Maybe maybe I learned that, but one thing that that that's crazy was that, uh, that I've learned in this book is that about uh, about seventy thousand years ago to thirty thousand years ago, there was a cognitive revolution, as they call, it. and what they actually call it is the tree of knowledge mutation. Scientists cannot explain why um, humans uh, something switched on in our light, you know. So I don't know if God created that early Neanderthal or the Homo erectus uh, or Denisova, I believe it's called, um, and and worked his way to get to a better spot. But the thing that I walked away really, really, really from this was up until recently, when you bought a microwave, when you bought a TV, when you when you bought anything, um, <clears throat> you take it home, it breaks, you find a mechanic. 
um, TV breaks, you find someone who can fix your TV. Up until recently, like Tesla, Apple, where they're able to send software updates. But even, even now, there are people here that I believe that were given special gifts that were sent. They're mechanics. They're teachers. Uh, one of the things, and, and now that I think about it, uh, one of the Graham Hancock's books that I had read, he uh, there was teachers. You know, there's people put on this planet um, to be your teacher, to be your mechanic, to be your guide. You know, and I believe the same thing. Something is like really, I'm really starting to think, I'm really believing this now that, that the creator created this. Um, and he left mechanics, he left teachers, he left guides. You know, and I think as your duty, if you really choose to know the creator, and I'm still believing in that, um, you have to find that guide. You have to find that mechanic, you have to find that teacher. It's up to you. I, I really start. I'm done with the whole thing of uh, of looking to the sky or praying and, and looking for some divine intervention, some some help, a check to fall from the sky. Like these 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 people masquerading as 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 the Lord's hand, trying to tell you to send me this money so I can go and do this or I can fly over here. They masquerading. They're they're fake. And I'll call it you know I'll call it as I see it. They're fake. You know, because if you give me the opportunity to fly private to go pick up a bag of $50,000, $70,000, whatever they're making, yeah, I'm going to fly private to go pick up that bag of money. And I think any of you who are listening to this will probably agree with the same. But there's people out there masquerading as teachers, as mechanics, as as software engineers. And I think it's up to us to find those sincere, to find those individuals who are, are here legitimately, who are were sent here to help us you know and that's one thing i've learned i think that I've, I've come to grips with is that i'm not looking up to the sky anymore i'm looking within which i believe that the the creator will leave uh whether you buy a car a tv whatever there's something of that creator that's inside of it that that um it's remain it remains so um i guess leading off for today's episode um Look inside, find your peace, find your energy, find your motivation, and then see if you can find a a motivator, a teacher that is true. You know, and I think that those people out there, I really do believe that they're out there that that really choose to make a difference. That it might be have, that might have been sent to make that difference. But let's not fall for the for the smoke and mirrors. Let's not let's not fall for that. Uh, people giving up their life savings to hopefully buy their way into a heaven. Mm, no guarantee of that. Save your money. Look within. Um, give. I, I do believe in that. And, and <clears throat> something I want to do more of myself is to give back. Uh, don't have much to give back. But whatever I can to give back, I want to give back. You know, because I might be able to stimulate or make a difference in this earth for the better uh betterment if that's a word uh for my kids i want to leave um this earth i want to leave this planet i want to leave this place before i die to be better for my kids uh which i love with all my heart and that's something that i strive for so um i would say that um let me see here make sure i cover everything hey that's it i just want to say that i really thank you and appreciate you for guys for listening um 
like I said, we did break uh, 100 on one of our podcasts, which is the ayahuasca one for Sam Kemp. I uh, want to say thank you again. Um, I think people are on this movement. People are on this wave, this 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 vibe, this energy of, of changing, and let's eliminate the bullshit. All right, guys? Um, like I said, I always say I don't know what you're doing tomorrow, this weekend, or next week, but I hope that you tune in next week for another episode of Grown Faith, and I will have something next week up for you guys. And I appreciate your time. Time is limited. Time is precious. And I'm gr- grateful that you spend it with, with me. Thanks again from Grown Faith. Have a good night.